When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Oh, SEC power rankings in football. Okay. Jason Kern has uh, Ole Miss ahead of Alabama. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're brought to you by Rick's Pro Truck and their three locations, RPT and Glugstat, Rick's Pro Truck, Flowood, RPT, Flowood, RPT, Commercial, in Pearl, just kind of diagonal across from Miskelly Furniture. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Thank you for going back and listening to the interviews. We've got some unbelievable content and storytelling and crazy food and beverage segments which we'll do more of those and more and more. Uh, but Apple podcast or Spotify would love for you to hit subscribe, search out of bounds with Bo bounds. Thanks for doing that. Also download the out of bounds radio app. Good morning. Welcome in. And, uh, we will talk a little football. Now I, that kind of tickled a nerve there when I threw out the college basketball openings, we all love some where coaches could go. Yes. We're monitoring it. Uh, what if we have an SEC coach actually leave? Because Auburn's a really good job. Arkansas's a really good job. Mm-hmm. You know, people seem to think that Beard and Jans will be okay. But you don't ever, I, who knows what will happen. I, I, but with Louisville, Ohio State, and Michigan, open, they're going to be open. Jawan Howard's not going to make it at Michigan. Ohio State's already moved on. Kenny Payne's, you know, dead man walking at Louisville. Um, you know, if... I was told Bruce Pearl wants to take a long look, which kind of surprised me, but I get that Louisville's a basketball school. But you can do what you want at Auburn, too. I mean, you can win it at Auburn. You can win it at Louisville. Uh, you can go to the Final Four. Um, now, I, I know they're big. I get the money. Maybe Bruce thinks... Auburn's, I mean, Auburn's always going to be football first, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. And the NIL money's going to be there. I mean, Bruce knows how to get players and what it takes, both, as I call the co-op, under the table and legal NIL. Um, he could be dangerous at Louisville. And he's dangerous at Auburn. I know they lost over the weekend, but whatever. You're, you're playing 35 games. State Ole Miss, uh, you're going to lose. Uh, Kentucky went in back against, you know, they needed a big dub. Game day was there, and they played well. I mean, they got dudes. Calipari likes to hold them back, but they got dudes. Uh, 
know, is Cal that great a coach? No. But, um, and I think he's kind of regressed over the years, to be honest with you. I just, Ooh. you know, I think he's just such a massive ego and, um, now he's so wealthy, which great. I mean, more power to him, but I, I just think he's kind of lost it. Um, over coaches on offense, you, you know, the drill I've, I've talked about that a good bit, but if Musselman or Pearl were able to land a gig, I, you know, Mick Cronin, don't you, don't you kind of get the sense that Mick Cronin is going to get a job over in the Midwest? the current UCLA coach who's mad as all get out because even though UCLA, UCLA has billionaires and billionaires and tons of money and beautiful campus and unbelievable academically, they don't, they just don't care enough. They're like, Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give 300 million to engineering, <laughs> but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Um, he's from Cincinnati. He coached at Cincinnati. Y'all can do the math there. What, what does Ross Bjork do? Does he want to go get a Mick Cronin from UCLA or, or does he want to go make a run at one of these SEC coaches? Or does he flirt with Jans or Beard? You know, Pearl and Musselman kind of seem ahead of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I say that. I mean, Beard's gone all the way to the, what national he's been in the final four gone all the way to the national championship game and Jans is, you know, multiple tournaments. Uh, I mean, his winning percentage is insane. I'm just thinking out loud here. Uh, where else would I go? Would buzz Williams make a move? I mean, he knows Ross Bjork. They're yeah. having a solid year. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I, to me, I, I think he goes and gets a bigger name. Again, Columbus, Ohio. Mick Cronin from Cincinnati, Ohio, coached at Cincinnati and was unbelievable there, and has been really good at UCLA. UCLA, and he's mad as hell. He's mad as a hornet, like when you mess with a hornet or a wasp. <laughs> yes, that's what Mick Cronin is right now. Uh, Cal's not leaving. <laughs> People are talking about Lamont Paris. Oh, Lamont uh, Paris is big time. Yeah, for South Carolina. But I don't think he's bigger than the names that you've thrown he, out. He he would bolt. He would bolt oh, in, in a heartbeat. Yeah. But uh, would, would Bjork want someone like him? Well, you know, like he's not as cemented, you know, in college basketball just yet. I mean, his overall record is 32 and 26 as a head coach. Yeah, but he's 21 and 5. I mean, last year was last year. He's he he mm-hmm. showed that he could flip it. At Chattanooga, he was solid plus, but he didn't go to the tournament. Where was he an assistant? Was it at a big program? Ooh, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, they know the fundamentals. Okay. For a while, 8 seasons. They've had some good teams too. Oh, he was on that he was assisted on that Final Four team from Wisconsin that beat Kentucky when Kentucky was like 34 and 0. Wow. I did not realize that. Okay. Yeah, Bo Ryan could flat out coach at Wisconsin. He's not coaching anymore, but insane fundamentally. All right. So the, I thought I was going to go football. That coaching, if, if one of these coaches, Lamont Paris, 
Bruce Pearl, Musselman, maybe Beard or Jans. Then we're talking about a domino effect. Uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss want to keep their coaches, Jans and Beard. Even if you don't get to the tournament, you want to keep your coach. Um, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Big, big rivalry game, Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the hump on uh, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. They've already played once. It was a close game. And um, Mississippi State can't lose. And according to Jason Kern, Ole Miss maybe has to have it on the road. Yeah, there's... I mean, time's running out. And Ole Miss has South Carolina and Alabama left. And both at home. Yeah, yeah, you're not beating Bama, but South Carolina's in play. Yeah, yeah, you got you got both of those at home, but you need another road win, and this is you need another road win. And yeah, I don't think Missouri really counts. No, no, nobody cares about them. So, uh, I'm just, it's, I guess it's good and bad, kind of that you have Missouri. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mississippi State jumped up pretty big when they beat. Maybe Ole Miss will get that bump. We'll see. Of course, Mississippi State won by, what, 25? And they they take that all into consideration. So you got to go up there and blow them out. Um, you know, if you win by six to eight, you're not going to get that net rankings bump right? like you like you want. Okay, so I'll get into some power rankings. That, that kind of, uh, you know, got some people moving where Jason, I, I do not have Ole Miss as high as Jason. Uh, do I think they're going to be good and they pulled a great schedule? Yes. Um, but I, I don't have them in, in the top three as far as SEC power rankings. Uh, not with, there's just too many dudes in the league. So I'll, I'll give you, I mean, I think they're, they could be there, but they're going to have to, to show me against some of the teams. Although they pull a wonderful, magnificent, amazing schedule. I don't, I don't have them in the top three for my SEC power rankings. So we'll drop them. On the other side. Good morning. Welcome in. Tanner Allen at 930. TA, baby. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. All right, let's get uh, some SEC power rankings going on, and these are fluid. You don't ever know what's going to happen in the spring or in the summer, the next transfer portal or injuries. Um, I think it's pretty obvious who is number one by far and away, and that's Georgia. Who's going to benefit the most from Nick Saban stepping down? The Georgia Bulldogs. And they were already winning more recruiting battles against Bama, then Bama was winning against them. 
and they landed a phenomenal class this year. And those guys, they're getting guys who are ready to play. Ready to play dudes that can get on campus and play early. Where some of the programs in the Southeastern Conference, and that's fine, have to get guys, develop them, and so on. But it's all about being more refined and advanced. Like Josh Hubbard, State Don't Miss Don't Land that guy often. No. That dude can come on, can literally walk in the program and be a difference maker. That's what Georgia does in football over and over and over and over again. Uh, that's it is. Josh is somewhat making it look easy. It's not. Please understand that. It, you're playing in the SEC. We, we now have the best league in the deepest league. When I was growing up, it was the Big East, ACC. Mm-hmm. Big Ten was always good. They were more, look, better coaching up there, more population, Northeast, Midwest, Mid-Atlantic regions boom the last 40 years. Y'all know the drill. Now, we've committed the last decade. Coaches, players, it's filthy what Jans and Beard are having to navigate. Back to the SEC power rankings. And, and real quick, let me say this again on Josh Hubbard. It's not easy. He makes it easy. Look, at times, um, everybody, Beard's going to put his best defender on him. Everybody is putting, because they don't, he doesn't have the advantage that Ole Miss has right now where they can hurt you from the perimeter in, outside of Morrell. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State doesn't have that. It's Hubbard. And that shot was so clutch, so money, and saved Jans and their season. Now, back to the SEC power rankings. Georgia is beyond loaded. And Kirby's a good coach. And they got a quarterback coming back. And he doesn't have to be Jackson Dart. Carson Beck, he doesn't have to... I mean, at times he has to make plays, but Dart and and got, and Dak and... um. Heck, Cam Newton, the, the year that Auburn won. I mean, he carried Auburn. Johnny Manziel uh, had to make spectacular plays for A&M to go 11-2, right? Uh, it's, not th- it's not like that at, at Georgia. Um, at number two, I'm going with Bama. That surprised some of you? Some of you are ah. way going crazy. Saban, greatest ever of program building, CEO, Recruiting and development. The bottom line is, though, and I know this is weird to say, this staff is better. What had happened the last few years is Saban couldn't land the guys. You know, he just, he could. For what It's what he said. He told us after he stepped down, he goes, look, I'm older. People are using age against me. Doesn't mean that Saban's not smart as all get out and knows what's going on today and could coach a football team. But it's a different deal with, I mean, he brought in Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele. And he wasn't getting the right, he wasn't getting the same assistant coaches as way back when, when he had all those guys from 09 to 18. Yeah. It just wasn't the same. DeBoer is a dude. And his assistants can flat out coach. And he's going to make their offense so much better. Their offense struggled at times last year. That, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, there were times Milrow wasn't even lined up where he needed to be lined up. I, I, seriously. I mean, I'm like, you got to line up behind center, not to the right or left. 
people gave the center all kinds of hell. I mean, dude, you know, you need to know where uh, it sounds basic, but when you're in the shotgun, I need you to be aligned right behind the center. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going Bama too. Uh, number three, I'm going Texas. They're loaded. You know, I'm not a believer in Sark. So Kiffin or Brian Kelly could grab this spot. Yeah. But Sark is so good as an offensive coordinator. His defensive coordinator's top five in the country, and his special teams coordinator's amazing. Maybe, maybe Sark has grown up. It took Kiffin a long time to grow up. 15 years weaving, zigging, zagging, and he finally figured it out. Has Sark? I don't know. Do I trust him? No. We are the out of bounds, but, but I love their talent and I love him as an OC. I love his DC. I love his special teams coordinator. I love what they're doing, you know, as far as culture and discipline and strength and conditioning. And they got all the, and look what they did in the, look, I heard a debate, you know, Bud Elliott and all those guys were debating over the weekend that, I mean, they, they were kind of questioning whether Ole Miss did have the number one transfer portal. And I think it's a great debate. Did really Ohio state or Texas, mm. they didn't have near as many players. Look at the players they brought in. Yeah. Ohio State, yikes. Sick. Filthy. And obviously the dude from Bama is a legitimate, bona fide, first-round draft pick. All right. So as far as power rankings, Georgia, Bama's going to be better on offense and defense. Texas, man, did they did they have the toughness component to come in this league and do what they need to do? They went over to Bama last year and won by two possessions. Yeah. I didn't think so. Y'all heard me. I was wrong. Y'all y'all love it when I'm wrong. I was wrong. Did not have Texas going over to Bama and winning and making plays in the second half. So I got Georgia, Bama, Texas. Then I guess I'll go Ole Miss, but LSU, Ooh. I just I, they're going to be so much better on defense. They're going to be so much better on defense. So Ole Miss, LSU, you can flip-flop. Yeah. That game's at LSU. Uh, Ole Miss took advantage of a an, an LSU team that was god-awful on defense and won with five seconds left on the clock. It's going to be a whole nother ball game in Baton Rouge. Um, Whole nother ball. Because they fired their D.C. They went and hired Missouri's defensive coordinator. He's better. I look for them to... Uh, take a step forward. For, and now you got a little continuity. This is Brian's third year, Brian Kelly's third year. And he's a heck of a, you may not like him, and I get it. He kind of, he can rub people wrong with that personality, but so can Jason. Um, <laughs> Thanks. And so, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going, I, can I tell you the sleeper team? The sleeper that Texas Ole Miss and LSU all it, is they're all jockeying for the third spot in the league. Sleeper teams A and M. Get ready. I thought you were going to whip out Missouri again. No. Uh, you know we'll see what happens with Missouri and Ole Miss. Obviously, Ole Miss pulling that schedule is is beyond beautiful. But but A and M has a grown up as a head coach. He is a he knows what he wants to do. He went over to Duke and won games. Beat Clemson. <laughs> I mean, come on. They don't they don't recruit in the top fifty. They don't care. 
No, they're basketball. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. no question. Um, keep an eye on A and M, and you know another team that I'm. I mean, I'm excited about what Levy and Mississippi State. I am in this state. I mean, Ole Miss gonna win more games, and they're the better team and better program right now. Levy's got to close that gap, and he will. To what extent, I don't know. But I tell you, somebody else to watch is Auburn. Mm-hmm. Dude, watch out for the Auburn Tigers. Now, Florida signed an unbelievable quarterback. Maybe the best in the country. But the, the deal there, Jason, is do they have enough? I mean, you know. But I'm, I'm, A&M is the one that LSU, Ole Miss, and Texas need to watch. Tanner Allen, 2021 Player of the Year. Coming up next, T.A. in the house. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We're brought to you by the amazing wings and street tacos and cold beer. Maybe a little Tito's vodka from Two Brothers. Smoked meats in the historic Cotton District. If you're going back up for baseball this week, and the weather looks great, by the way. Uh, also, Ole Miss, Mississippi State hoops, and then you got another three-game series uh, this weekend. Uh, you want to hit Two Brothers, you'll actually be able to hang out on the balconies and the outside areas and enjoy yourself. Great people watching place, too as our next guest knows. Show is also driven by your next Ford F-150 truck, Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. We are ESPN 105.9 The Zone, the Out of Bounds Show. We welcome in the uh, 2021 National College Player of the Year National Champion, T.A. Tanner Allen, joining us on the Out of Bounds Show. T.A., what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Man, it was good to see you this weekend. How much did you have some fun in Start Vegas? I did. Uh I didn't I didn't know how long I could last at the game, man, without shedding a tear. So uh I kinda dipped out of there about the fifth inning. <laughs> well, I was the same way. Um before we get into hunting and, and some of the things you're doing, uh you see more than we do. Um, talk about the skill set, power, and athleticism that you see in Dakota Jordan, T.A. So, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, this team they got this year, just from being around them and working out with them and, and uh, talking to them about the coach, with the coaching staff, uh, they got way more talent than we had in 2021. Hello. Um, and I'm not, I'm not scared to say that one bit. I call it how I see it. But uh, Dakota's an unbelievable player. Now, he's still young. I still think he's got some places he needs to grow. Sure. But uh, talent-wise, tool-wise, man, it does not get better than Dakota Jordan. But we need him to mature a little bit and be the leader and the alpha on the team because I'll tell you what, if he does that, the sky is the limit for these dogs this year. Man, he is uh, He's special. No doubt he's still learning and developing. You know all about that. You were thrown into the fire. We all are. Yes, Early. You know what? Speaking of, I loved your tweet last week, man. You quote tweeted, I guess, the Hell State baseball account, and you said something about good luck, guys, but adversity is coming. And the first time you ever had us, we ever had you on the show, you talked about even that 2021 year 
uh, where y'all ended up dogpiling in, in Omaha and, and winning the national championship that I think y'all got swept by somebody or a series didn't go well and people were, you know, talking on social media and the boards and you're like, adversity's always coming. Talk a little bit about that. Expand on that, oh, yeah, T.A. Sure. So uh, clearly the last two years have not gone the way we've wanted it to go, but those years are in the past. It's all about the future. If you live in the past, you'll never get anywhere in the future. And uh, and and it felt like I needed to say that to all the fans of Bulldog Nation, man. Adversity's going to – I mean, it's coming. Like in 2021, we didn't win every single game. Like, like you just said, the last SEC series at home to end that year, we got beat by Missouri, who was the worst team in the SEC, right? And then go to the SEC tournament, get 10-run rule, back-to-back days, and come on to the house. And we all know how that year ended. So adversity's coming, and you can't stop it. But what you can do is I try to teach the guys now is you got to come together. you got to get through it together. And what that means is, is what I want to talk to Dakota about, since he's going to be the guy, his job is to pick everybody up and keep everybody positive, right? A leader does not play for the glorification of himself. He's out there helping everybody because it's not a one-man wolf pack. You can't win baseball games with one player. You need all guys. Everybody's got to be on board. So I feel like this team this year, as soon as they get that going, and I know they will because I know how this coaching staff is, as soon as they get that going, man, the sky is the limit. T.A. Tanner Allen, uh, Hell State legend on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. He's been in Starkville, and uh, he was there this weekend checking out his alma mater. He's excited about Dakota Jordan and Hunter Hines and the rest of the group. And they pitched it. You know, T.A., uh, pitching was a challenge last year for them. Uh, I thought they looked really, really good over the weekend. And, uh, you know, it looks like Justin Parker's going to get, I mean, it's early, but uh, get everything he can out of this pitching staff. Oh, for sure, man. Just just this weekend, you could, you could definitely tell, man. Uh, I did watch a little bit of the games here and there. I was really busy, but from what I saw, Man, we filled it up. We got outs. And the big thing for me is is when we get two quick outs in an inning, strike one on the next batter for that third out is huge. And I feel like if we do that and execute the little things on the mound, like I said, I'm no pitcher. I've always been swinging a baseball bat. But I, I can watch the game and tell you that these pitchers, man, Coach Parker is doing an outstanding job with these guys. Yeah, I thought it was a good weekend for them, man. Uh, Tanner Allen on the Out of Bounds show. All right, let's talk about uh, hunting. You told me that uh, you were able to get a big buck. I don't remember what month, if it was December or January. But uh, tell me about the hunt and and where were you in size and all that. Well, so I was actually about nine miles, shoot, probably less than that, five or six miles from campus on Octoc Road. And uh, it was November, and I shot the biggest deer of my life with my bow. Um, it was probably one of the coolest. I guess I tell people I tell people all the time about this deer. I've hit homers in front of thirty thousand. There's never been an adrenaline rush when like I had when that deer was twenty yards from me. I've never felt anything like that in my life. So it was really cool. He ended up scoring one forty three. He was a mainframe eight point. I I call him eight point, but he really was a nine. He just had a little crab claw pincher at the end of his right main beam. But man, it was it was absolutely unbelievable. Something I'll never forget. Now, when you saw it, did you did you have butterflies? Oh, of course. You know, it's funny. When I was a freshman, Coach uh, Coach Cohen told me, he said, look, 
for some reason, all of my hunters that I've had in the past are really good under pressure on the baseball field because whenever a big deer comes out in front of them, it's an adrenaline rush that is way bigger than one they have on the baseball field, and they got to learn to execute in that moment. Well, when I saw that deer, that's the first thing that came to my mind is, man, this is the biggest deer of my life. i got to execute every little thing, every little detail to have a chance to harvest a deer. And, and to be honest with you, it's funny how baseball, you got to do the same thing. Uh, all right. It's funny. Cohen told me that. So Hunter Renfro is a big hunter. You're a big, big hunter. Time. Both guys clutch at the plate. And Cohen told me this years ago, he said, Bo, he said, these guys, the guys that we get, the guys in the SEC, guys that get up into the to the minors, MLB, he said, they're all talented. He said, it comes down to between the ears. And I think you just framed it up well. So what, what do you like to do more? Um, do you like to bow hunt more or, or duck hunt more? Which one is the... <laughs> Uh, this year it was definitely bow hunt because we didn't have much water, so I didn't have many ducks. But uh, okay. man, when you're when you're when you're bow hunting, it's a different level of adrenaline rush. And I'm an adrenaline adrenaline junkie. I love adrenaline rush, performing in front of crowds, playing baseball, and like I said, having a deer of a lifetime within 20 yards of me has no idea I'm there, and I've got to be perfect to have opportunity to to harvest this deer. Man, there's nothing like it. What kind of bow? Did you? I, got, I shoot the Matthews V3. Okay. Have you had it for a while? I've had it for a while. I've had it for a year and a half or two years. I actually, I might have had that boat. Yeah, two years. And, uh, man, I love it. I'll probably never buy another bow again because uh, that's all I need. It shoots, shoots good. I'm too I'm too good with it, man. I just don't want to change anything up. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Amen to that. It's kind of like your baseball swing. Um, <laughs> what, what time of day was it, T.A.? I shot the deer at 5.01 p.m. And the thing was, I'd had him on camera a few days before, like 6.30. And uh, actually, it was a, I shot him on a Friday morning, I believe. And that Friday, I was going to – or I shot him on a Friday afternoon. That Friday morning, I was supposed to go home. But that Thursday evening, I had him on camera at 5.08. I called my dad and said, man, I need one more afternoon. I'm about to go try to kill the biggest deer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I went in there that morning with one of my best friends, Connor Pilkington, and we hung my climber stand and everything i'm real peculiar about these big deer man i don't leave a stand or anything in there as soon as i get him on camera then i'll slide in and set up on him because uh, they didn't get big being stupid right okay so did you how confident were you 10 20 seconds a minute whatever how, how long did you watch him before you sh shot him with your bow how about that Iron ironically enough i had him on camera he was coming from my left and I had a few does and a young buck around me under the tree at like 10 yards, so I couldn't really move that much. Well, at 5 o'clock or about 4.55, they kept looking over to my right like a deer was coming through this real thick cane. And when I looked in that cane, I saw his antlers, and I could not believe it. I said, this is about to go down. <laughs> and it actually worked out perfect because the deer were distracted by him, and he was in the thickest stuff ever, so I was able to ease up and grab my bow and get ready. Now... He jumped in the bottom of a dried-up creek bed. It had to be at least six or seven foot deep. And all I could see was the top of his horns going down this creek bottom, right? And then all of a sudden, he jumped out of the creek bottom at 12 yards right in front of me. And I drew back, and I could not find my, the hole in my peep sight on my bow. And I was freaking out. Well, thank goodness I did not panic. I just slowly eased down and redrew. 
and found my peep sight, and I shot him through a pie plate-sized hole in a thicket. And I, it was like the most perfect hole I could ever dream of, and I made a shot through there, double lunged him, man. It, it was uh, it was too cool. That is awesome. Tanner Allen, TA on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line, uh, 2021 National Champ and Player of the Year, uh, joining us on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Got him a big buck in November right outside of Starville, Mississippi, and he was there this weekend. Um, oh, you met Zach Selman, didn't you? Was I that- did. Awesome guy, man. He is. He is. The program is in good hands. Yeah, he's uh, he's bringing a lot of energy and and youth to the uh, to the deal. So, how much did you work out, or how many times, or how much did you work out over the last? I don't know what it was for you, three months or so, up in Starkville, TA. So for me, you know, right when off season hits, I like to put the bat down. I'll still work out, you know, try to stay in best shape I can, but I like to get away from it for a little while. And I, that's when I bow hunt, I fish, and I love doing hitting lessons with young kids and helping them out because that's a way for me to let my body rest but keep my mind still on how the baseball swing works and what we need to do to keep to maintain the swing, right? That's my way of taking a break. So when December, December, you know, around Christmas time, maybe the day after Christmas, I really amp up my swing and start hitting every single day. And uh, that's what I've been doing up here. I go back and forth from Dolphin Island and to Sturgis, basically. I stay out in Sturgis. I like Sturgis because it's really quiet. I can hunt. Uh, i got really good friends out there. And if I want to come into town to work out, it's not far. And uh, that's kind of what my program has been this off season, man. I go up there to Palmero Center, still work with Coach Gotro, try to tip with some new guys on the team, try to just, you know, just pick their mind at, what's going on and try to help them best I can. Cause like I said, man, I've been down the road. They're about to go down. So I feel like it's my duty to do my best to help them on what they're about to face. Giving back. That's awesome. And I like that routine and schedule. I think that's smart. Tanner Allen on the farm bureau insurance guest line. So you mentioned you were, um, hunting with Connor Pilkington, who was a, who is a phenomenal pitcher and a, and a fantastic player. Who's a better hunter TA or oh. Connor Pilkington? Well, I guess I'll hit you with the line from Roadhouse. Opinions vary. <laughs> if you ask me, I'm going to say I'm better. I've taught him everything he knows. <laughs> All right, for our listeners, Tanner Allen, TA, was already a legend on the Out of Bounds show, but he just quoted Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse. So now he went to, like, double legendary <laughs> status because um, it's one of the greatest movies of all time was Sam Elliott and um, – and and Patrick Swayze, TA on the show, talking some ball and hunting and fun stuff. Um, all right, who else? What other players that we would know do you hunt with, TA? Brad Cumbus. We hunt all man. We when when the season just gets out, man, we're scrambling to set up bow stands, look for ducks. I mean, man, you name it, we're doing it. We the main thing. I grew up hunting and fishing my whole life, and one thing it has done for me is keep me out of trouble, and. uh and that's what I try to tell young guys and encourage them to do nowadays is, man, in a world that is that is overrun with evil, the best thing you can do to stay out of trouble is stay in the woods and on the water. It's the best thing to do. And uh, it's amazing what it can do for you. You learn a lot about, you know, for me it's peace and quiet. And when I'm out fishing or hunting, I got the most peace and quiet I could ever ask for. I love but, that. Uh, I'm trying. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get Rowdy out there into it, but it's hard to get a guy with earrings to go in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so good. Did uh did Rowdy come in town to start and work out at all over the winter? Oh yeah, break? he did. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something about Rowdy, man. You know, I, I speak to a lot of young guys nowadays and young uh men and women. And I try to tell them, you know, you you are who you hang around. You want to hang around winners, right? Behind every winner is an unbelievable support staff, which is family, friends, and maybe a significant other, right? And I'm going to tell you what, Rowdy Jordan is one of those winners. You know, he brings the best out of me, and I believe I bring the best out of him. So that's him, Brad Cumbus, man, those two guys working out and doing baseball stuff. Connor Pilkington as well. Man, it does not get better. So uh, they've all been a really big blessing in my life. Man, that's cool. So, and y'all will be, you know, obviously national champs and teammates, but, but friends forever. You'll be in each other's weddings and be there for each other. That's, that's what it's all about. It's interesting, T.A., because you were such a star that you bring up Rowdy, and Rowdy was a phenomenal player, but you cast a big shadow, and there's nothing wrong with that, kind of Batman and Robin. But it's almost like his career is a little overlooked of how dang good he was because you were so good, and that's a compliment, but uh, you obviously know how special he was as a player and teammate. Of course. So I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't be where I'm at in my career right now without Rowdy Jordan. Like I told you just a second ago, he brings the best out of me. I'll tell you a funny, some funny stories about how hanging around the winners, you accidentally could become a winner, right? So – Thursday nights before SEC tournaments in 2021, I mean, SEC series, you know, series normally Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Thursday nights, me, Rowdy, and, and Brad Cummins, we go to Duty Noble, crank the machine up, turn the ox on, flick the lights on. We're hitting BP on the field, you know, getting ready for the weekend. And uh, we hit, you know, seven or eight rounds on the field. And then our last round, we called it, you know, game on the line round, which is you get one swing. And the object of this round is to barrel the ball. Because when the game's on the line, the best thing you can do, the only your job is to hit it hard somewhere because it ain't have it doesn't have a steering wheel on it. You can't control where it goes, but the only thing you can control and do your best at is hit the ball hard somewhere, right? So that's the goal. So I'll never forget the first night we did. It, I'm stepping in the box, you know, get my game on line around my one swing, basically getting us ready for a big moment that weekend, right? And when I get in the box, you know, we had the cage. that We call it the turtle. It's a big cage on the field to keep the foul balls from going into the stands. It's got a big net, metal poles, everything, right? Well, I'm in the box, and Rowdy is right behind my ear on the cage, beating his aluminum bat against the metal pole, just making as much racket and talking trash as he can, basically uh, getting me ready for that moment that weekend with the game on the line late in the game. You know, we did that for each other all the time. And that got us ready. And it's amazing how many big hits Rowdy, myself, and Brad had. It's because we already had put the work in and got ready for the moment. Well, that happens when you hang around winners. So that, that is, that's, that's the kind of teammate Rowdy Jordan was to me. And uh, y'all talk all the time, text all the time? All the time. Love it. Love it. Uh, T.A. Tar- Tanner Allen on the Out of Bounds Show. Okay. Um Let's talk a little baseball here coming up. Now, when do you report, T.A.? I will go down uh, in about a week and a half. Okay. And- um, so my time here is winding down. This will probably be my last week in Starville, and I'm going to go home and spend the rest of the time with Mom and Dad and everybody. 
but uh so I'm, I'm really getting after it cranking it up I, and i prepared this year going into uh you know spring training has been probably been the most prepared i've been in my minor league career because uh i'll be honest with you man first year and a half it kicked my tail and it kind of sucked the wind out of me but last year went really you know a lot better and i kind of got my confidence back and uh it's amazing how when you prepare for something, it brings your confidence back. So I've done my best to prepare and get ready for this year. Yeah, you told me you felt like you had turned the corner and you were happy with, with the last few months. That's right. That's right. And uh, I tell people all the time, I'm going to do my best let God handle the rest. That's all you can do. Sometimes you got to get out the way and let God be God. No doubt. Well, look, uh, we appreciate your time today. It was great seeing you on Friday uh, in Selman Suite. And so happy for you. And uh, Mississippi State fan base obviously uh, loves you and loves to see you come back to Starkville. And uh, we wish you the best this year and hope to catch up with you soon. Okay, bud? For sure, Bo, man. I appreciate it. I enjoy hanging out with you guys. Thanks, T.A. See you. 2021 National Player of the Year and National Champion Tanner Allen joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. That interview was brought to you by the amazing food and experience at Two Brothers Smoked Meats in Starkville, Mississippi. It's where you want to go for basketball and baseball season. And don't forget where you get the best Hale State gear, Jason, and that is the Mississippi State University Golf Course. They have the best Hale State gear you can get in the state of Mississippi, and you can order online at the MSU Golf Course. two minutes from campus and they've got all the state script and locking MSU and all that kind of good stuff. Hats, golf shirts, pullovers, and of course all kinds of golf um, stuff, but they got the merch. I mean, they got the pullovers and vests and golf shirts and hats all at the Mississippi state university golf course TA in the house on the out of bounds show that will be on Apple podcast or Spotify, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds in an hour. It'll be on Apple Podcast or Spotify, search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds in an hour. Jason? It's it's crazy to hear somebody who's won a national championship talk about a deer with as much Enthusiasm. excitement. And yeah, and I mean, like, that just, it shows you, there's a lot of these guys, you know, you look at them as, like, superstars whenever they're playing for your school sure. or for your team, but then something like that, just hearing kind of behind the scenes, him getting like a, a childlike giddiness around killing the best deer he's ever had. Isn't that cool? That's pretty remarkable. And he he could tell you step by step. <laughs> yeah. How like where where the deer went, where he was, what he shot through, like what was going on. Incredible. That was a he's a great storyteller. He's got a future if this MLB thing doesn't work out. Dude could flip on a podcast and be just fine. Oh, no doubt. In a heartbeat. <laughs> but at hunting and baseball done um we may have to hire him but wasn't that great story like you you mentioned you know he walked us through the buck and and hunting with connor pilkington and cumbus and all that that was that was great he he hit a monster but he had butterflies i think that's interesting cohen had told him to you know my my most clutch guys are my big hunters because they can they can get the heart rate where they need when that big buck comes out of the thicket Mm-hmm. That was fun. And also what he said, um, keeping kids out of trouble on the in the woods or on the water, I like that. I do too. I like that a lot. Yeah. Hunting, fishing, golf course. No question about it. Keep uh keep busy and 
and active. We want to welcome in a uh, a new partner on the show, Aplos. It's two of the hottest restaurants in the southeast. Uh, Aplos in Highland Village and Aplos in the Renaissance. Open for lunch and dinner. Uh, great people watching. Unbelievable food. The pizza, the wings, I mean, the gyros, the pitamas, all of it. National Margarita Day is Thursday. And we're going to tell you throughout the week what they're going to be doing with Patron. But they're going to have a, a, a special Patron Margarita and a special Patron uh, Paloma on Ooh. Thursday at both Aplos in Highland Village and Aplos in the Renaissance. And we're excited about that. Uh, have a good Monday. If you missed anything, please go to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. And the show is driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder at Canon, Nissan in Jackson, and the Nissan Rogue. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.